0: Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. By the way, just while you're finding your seats... Uh, For those of you guys um, who have jumped onto our Kingdom Warriors Facebook group, I know some people don't have Facebook and that's cool, but um, we've got to have some kind of platform to, to connect everyone. So if you aren't connected into our Facebook group, please jump on. I'll even give you permission now. Get out your phone, jump on. Uh, invite some other guys along. We, we got a huge amount of guys, also a lot of guys not from Harvest Church who are connecting and who are coming uh, to be part of things. I've got Steve Weatherford all the way from Texas. He's recording a special video message just for us guys and um, And then later in the year, he's going to be out here as well. Uh, And got some other uh, guests lined up as well. Alex Antic coming in a few months' time and some other guys like that. So I want every guy in the church part of it, though. I don't want anyone saying, oh, I'm busy, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. No excuses, okay? If we're going to actually do this, I need you to jump on and do it. A lot of guys say, "Oh, I wish there was. I wish there was this. I wish there was that." I know some of you on a plane uh, have just told me and that is a good excuse. I must admit, but um, but here we are. We're doing it, so I need you to jump on. Jump on online Facebook group. Invite some other guys. Send them along. I don't know of anything in the city of Adelaide that is raw, that is strong, that is powerful, spirit filled. Uh, a little bit politically incorrect, uh, and healthy for men, Christian men. I don't know of anything else. There's plenty of little groups and all sorts of things, but this is going to be everything mashed into one. We have no idea what's going to happen on the night. You've got to come ready. Ready? And uh, it's going to be a great night for young and old. And I've got some other young guys reaching out to me from abroad saying, I don't come to church, but am I allowed to come to this? Because they don't quite fit into the church mould yet. So absolutely, absolutely. And um, so don't be shy. Invite your friends. Send them a link. Uh, get a little bit bold. And I need you to jump on, engage on the site. And hey, listen, you've got to play Facebook's rules. Believe me, they play the rules against us sometimes. I nearly got shut down on the site on, the, on post number one, but um, but we got to play their rules. So how do you play their rules? You like stuff, you comment, you share it. Okay, so get it out there to other men. Uh, we want to really go for it in the city of Adelaide, raising up hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of strong guys who want to go for it in the Lord, in their families, in their careers, in their health, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Just give someone a high five. Awesome. We're going to jump straight into Psalm 139. Psalm 139. And um, that's, a, that's about the best response I've had just announcing Psalm 139. Must be a good one. It's a fairly long one. I think we've got enough slides, so we're just going to dive straight in. Verse 1. O Lord, you have searched me. And known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down. I think we might have NIV up here, and I'm reading NASB, I think. And are intimately acquainted with all my ways, even before there is a word on my tongue. Behold, Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before and laid your hand on me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high, I cannot attain to it. There's a whole lot of things, and we'll explore some other things. Uh, There's a lot of theological terms given to a whole lot of things throughout Scripture. You ever heard terms like predestination, the sovereignty of God and the omniscience of God, omnipresence of God? These are big words. Funnily enough, Psalm 139 captures a whole lot of them, the first part, the sovereignty of God. He knows everything. He knows everything. He knows everything that you've ever done, that you're ever going to do. I've I've often thought uh, when we gather in a room like this, we come and we worship on a Sunday morning and we gather and we're from all different backgrounds, all different types. We've, some of us had great weeks. Some of us had shocking weeks. Some of us have done things we're ashamed of. Some of the things uh, we've done uh, we're proud of. But ultimately, God is the great leveller. He is the great leveller because when we all come before Him, we are all weak, we are all sinners, we are all ashamed of something And when we come before him, we all, through Jesus, have a sacrifice made for us that makes us worthy. Whatever condition you have come this morning, if you come through Jesus, he has made the sacrifice for you. He has splattered his blood all over you and you are purified. He has made us clean. And it's by his stripes we are healed, not by our own goodness. If we could do it by our own goodness, we would be working really hard, really hard. We'd be going even harder than we could. If it was, you know, a, a certain amount of ice baths, we would be pure. If it was a certain amount of running, well, we would be there. But none of that matters. God is the great leveler. And you can come before Him this morning knowing that if you give yourself to Jesus, if you come through the great gate that is Jesus Christ, then you are made holy. In his blood and by his blood. And so, this first passage really summarizes the fact he knows everything. He knows everything about you. When you're sitting, when you're standing up, he's already searched you and knows you. And you know what? He doesn't reject you. No matter how bad the thoughts might be up here or how bad you think you are, he loves you. He has searched you and he loves you. Let's keep reading. Where can I go from your Spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Wherever we go this week, Jesus is there. Jesus is there. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in shoal in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, Even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. For you formed my inner parts. See, this is predestination. Ever heard of that? For you formed my inner parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. That's why Walk for Life is so important because he knows the Even before we birth children, He is forming them. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were were all written the days that were ordained for me. Your days have been predestined, your days have been ordained. It's 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 a weird thought, isn't it? The fact that you're here this morning is no chance. It's no chance. The fact that God's goodness surrounds us day and night, whether we are good or bad, is because He covers everything. And His desire is that we would be drawn into His goodness. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. Do you know He is thinking about you right now and His thoughts are good? He's not thinking how bad you are. He's not listing off all the rules, all the laws, all the things you've broken. He is thinking good things about you. There's one thing about I've mentioned Steve Weatherford a few times and it's interesting just talking to him and connecting with some of the, the guys in the US. There's a, there's a lot of um, you know motivational speakers, coaches, mentors in the in the US. A lot of them come out of there and and um, I've been listening to some of these guys, a, ho- a whole bunch of them that I'm watching all know the Lord. They're all doing great things for the kingdom. And um, I'm watching them I'm like, man, these guys, are, are, uh, they're full on. They're full on. And us Aussies, we're a little bit withheld sometimes, aren't we? We're very withheld and we find that a little bit uh, too much for us. But the more I'm listening to some of them, uh, especially preaching and teaching, the more I'm realising what they're tapping into is the knowledge of the Father about themselves. That's why they think highly of themselves. Because they know what the Father thinks of them. But sometimes we have this tall, poppy, Aussie, Ned Kelly syndrome that thinks we have to put ourselves down and everyone else around us. And we think that's a good thing. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. When we learn how the Father thinks about us, he's thinking good thoughts about you. Right now, he's thinking good things about you. And sometimes when we just get on his wavelength, we realise he is a good heavenly dad. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, men of bloodshed. And this goes on and talks about the, the battle that is around us. And so I'll, I'll pause there and I just want to bring a few things out of this. And that is that God is with us in every single season. It's a weird weird world we live in right now with things are fast moving and some people are lonely, some people are crowded, some people like being around people, some people don't. Then there's a personality trait for everyone. There's a TikTok for everyone. There's something for everyone now that you can get and see and, and realise. But ultimately, God is the great leveller. Jesus is coming back to judge the living and the dead. Never forget that. He is coming back to judge you and me. And that's like this great levelling line in the sand of earth. Doesn't matter what Hollywood's doing. Doesn't matter what they're doing over here or over there, the politics, economy or whatever it is, whatever realm of life we're in, Jesus is coming back and it will be the great leveller. And He will look into our heart, which He already knows, And he will say, were you for me or were you against me? And there's a battle on this earth that we face and it's that one decision. Will we run to him or will we run from him? And if we run to him, when he returns, which could be any moment, none of us know when that's going to be. When he returns, he will look us in the eyes. He won't even have to ask us a question. He'll know whether we're part of him or whether we're not. And He will judge the living and the dead. Why do I say all that? Because in every season of life, sometimes we feel like running to Him, sometimes we don't. Ecclesiastes 3.4 says, There's a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. Or in other words, there's seasons of life where we feel like doing something and when we don't. But Jesus is the great leveller. However we're feeling this morning, He's the same. However we'll feel this week about whatever's going on around us, his word doesn't change, his promises don't change, the fact that he's coming again for you and for me doesn't change. None of that changes. I made the rotten mistake the other night of turning on the news. Oh, my goodness. What a load of trash. I'm five minutes in and I've learnt about this little problem here. The grass is fading in the council here and there's a problem. I'm like, are you joking me? This is the best we get from the news services. I mean, there's wars all over the earth. There's famines. There's all sorts of things going on. And I'm learning about faded grass in a council. And this is like ridiculous. If that's our source of media, we have a problem. And so... You know, I'm looking at that, I'm just thinking, oh, so straight away switch it off. It's a good thing there's a tennis on this week because at least there's something decent to watch. And I'm barracking for Novak Djokovic more than I ever have before because he's a freedom fighter. And I must admit, can I take a tangent? Can you give me a little moment? I love Aussie sportsmen, but I wanted Novak to beat Alex Diminor. I tell you why. Because Novak's a strong believer in the Lord and he stood for freedom and he didn't bag anyone else out. He didn't bag anyone out. He let his actions speak louder than words. And I'm telling you, we can take a leaf out of his book. We can. I can. Take a leaf out because it's powerful when you win a Grand Slam. Now, he'll probably do that tonight. But when we win Grand Slams, little Grand Slams around us, by putting our actions louder than our words, it doesn't matter what anyone else is saying. It really doesn't matter what any, doesn't matter what Hollywood's saying, Channel 9 or whatever else. It really doesn't matter what they're saying because our actions are winning all the time. And it's, it's interest. it's a powerful thing when you see someone's results, isn't it? When you actually see, you're like, whoa, okay, that's making a difference. I was out on a run the other day and it was rather hot and I was thinking to myself, why am I doing this? Because it was 37 degrees or something like that. And uh, I know, you can feel sorry for me if you want or you can, whatever. But anyway, I was, I was running and I was thinking to myself, because I went where no one else, because there was no one else out running, funnily enough. But, <laughs> but there was no one else out. And I, I was thinking to myself, isn't it strange the lengths we go to to do things to just stay fit and healthy and clear? And, and, and no one needs to see any of that stuff. Why do we do that? Because we know the benefits we know the benefits. That's, that's why we pray. That's why we read the Word. That's why uh, so many have jumped on reading Bible in a year. And I'm sure for those of you who are doing it, you're reading it. It's like, wow, this is incredible. It's, but no one else needs to know about it because we're just sort of going through that stuff. And it's building up strength. You are going to need strength in this coming season. You are going to need strength in this coming year to stand against the schemes of the enemy. I'm not prophesying, I'm preaching the gospel. (laughs) Actually, it's in the gospel. We need to be strong. We need to be wise. We need to see what is the seasons and the signs of the times because Jesus is coming, but there's also going to be confusion. And so we need to be strong. We need to be sharp. We need to be at our best. You might be thinking that that motivational speaking is rubbing off. It probably is. I hope it is. I hope it is. Because we need some of that. We need some of that here in Australia. We need... Uh, no, I won't go down that track. Do it. Oh, it's someone's... Someone's. I'll save that for Kingdom Warriors, okay? Well, I, I tell you what, you guys are the best bunch of people in Adelaide. You, you're just... It doesn't matter what crazy things I say from up here, you're still cheering. And... Uh, But in every situation, you think about the little situations that you faced last week or maybe are coming up this week. Some of you might be facing some big challenges in the coming weeks. In that situation, Jesus is right there. He's right there with you. Right there, even when it feels like it's the most unholy moment. I said a few weeks ago, I remember so many situations when we had our... A manufacturing business, and I remember it might be at the boardroom table with all the executives, none of them really believers in the Lord, and we might have a big issue going on. I remember one particular issue where we had about six major incidents going on at the same time bad incidents, I'm talking about, not good ones. And I remember it was a late Thursday night, I think, and one of the project managers. Um, and he was a lovely South African guy that I'd hired from South Africa. He came out, and um, he managed a project for me in Melbourne, their desalination plant, and he came in on a Thursday night while we were with the lawyers already trying to contend with another issue going on on another project, and he said, Marty, I need to speak to you. And I said, really? Like, I could tell on his face it wasn't a good Marty, I need to speak to you. It was a bad one. And so I think I went and got a coffee and went... Uh, with him into my office, and he said, "Listen, um, all of the pipe we sent to that project have delaminated. And what delaminated means in in when you filament when you're winding pipe, there's little air bubbles in there. That's called a delamination. And um, for you surfboard manufacturers, you will know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I said." Are you you kidding me right now? Every single length of pipe, it's it's about two metres in diameter, pipe, seawater going through. It's every single length. And I said, you're absolutely serious? And so uh, I asked for some more evidence and I asked him more questions, but he did know what he was talking about. So um, I remember at that time thinking, "Where, where is Jesus in this radar right now? Because... Every single thing that could go wrong was going wrong, and I remember we were facing some stuff. Karen and I, we were facing some stuff. Um, we'd taken over the church, and it wasn't exactly uh, you know beer and skittles here either. And and so there was challenges on all sorts of fronts. Is is that okay? You get me. If you don't get me, look it up. Google it now. You'll find out what I'm talking about. But you know. You will face challenges, and some of you have faced challenges bigger than us. But when they're mounting up, where is Jesus? Psalm 139 says He's right there. Right there in the storm. Right there in the relational challenge that you're facing right now. He's right there. Our challenge is sometimes trying to find Him. Trying to find Him, and sometimes the answer doesn't come in the wind or the fire or the storm. Sometimes it's in that stillness. Sometimes it is in the big stuff but I remember out of that situation which we, we, we hit about three or four more dramas after that, I'll give you an example because I think the next day I got a call from a project out in the Mallee area, it was about 250 kilometres of pipe and they said every joint is leaking and that's not a good thing in pipes, <laughs> Drayson knows that and uh, and I, I, I remember holding the phone thinking, is this really happening to me right now? Every single joint, that's a lot of joints, every six metres in 250 kilometres. I think it was 17,000 odd joints, if, if, if my memory correctly. But anyway, it's a lot of joints, okay? Some of you are getting your calculators out right now. You have OCD. Anyway, I remember at that, at that time... It was, it was one of those moments where it's that bad, the only thing you have is to flop on the ground and say, God, you're going to have to come and save me. And so whatever you're facing right now or whatever challenges come this year, Jesus is right there. And He already knows what's coming. He already knows what the solutions are. He already knows what challenges and trials, but He's right there. Every season, in every situation, but also, and finally, I'm going to get the worship team to come up. He's in every decision. Because oftentimes, He gives us so much free will that we get to choose. We get to choose the outcomes of a lot of situations. We get to choose the friends we make, the situations we put ourselves in, who we surround ourselves with, and what atmospheres we set. We have authority over those realms. God's given us free will in His kingdom. And so in that free will, He's given us decisions. And I want to encourage you that there is a Jesus decision for everything. There's a Jesus decision for what football team you barrack for. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just seeing if you're still awake. Some of you take it very seriously, though I know. There's a Jesus decision for the relationships, for the work scenarios, for the conflicts, for the good times, for the bad times. In every season, there's a decision that He has for us. And I want to ask you this morning, Wherever you're at in life, there is a decision to run to Jesus or from Jesus. And it's really simple. It's the simplest decision, but the biggest decision you'll ever make. So I want you to stand this morning and close your eyes. No matter where we are on earth, we're in His presence. The Bible says He's everywhere. 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 It means we're in His presence right now. Right now, Jesus is here. Whether we feel Him or not, it doesn't really matter. And so I just want everyone to close your eyes. And wherever you're at in life, I want to encourage you to run to Jesus, not run from Him. He's the greatest friend you'll ever have. He will strengthen you and sharpen you like no one else on earth. He will be with you in the trials. He will comfort you and strengthen you and empower you like nothing else on earth. And with every eye closed this morning, I just want to ask you this simple question. Do you want to run to Jesus? Do you want to run to Jesus? And if you want to run to Jesus, I want to ask you with no one else looking around, just put up both hands. And He sees you this morning. He sees your heart. He sees your response. I don't need a response. This is just an opportunity to run to Jesus this morning. If you want to run to Him, lift up both hands and surrender to Him. Surrender to Him. Doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, what you've been doing, surrender to Him. Surrender to Jesus. And Lord, we surrender to You afresh this morning. Jesus, I thank You for opportunities where You'll remind us of who You are. And I pray You would meet us this morning, Jesus, with Your grace, with Your mercy. You would forgive our sin. You would wash us clean. You would strengthen us from the inside out and that You would draw close, that You would draw close. And if you need to, recommit yourself to Him this morning. No matter where you've been or what you've been doing, recommit yourself to Him heart to heart and He will hear you and He will see you and He will respond. So Jesus, we recommit this morning to You. We ask that You would come and help us. We ask that You would come and strengthen us. We ask that You would come and speak to us as we give ourselves afresh to You. We align ourselves with you, Jesus. And we say, come, have your way, have your way, have your way. Holy Spirit. Just place your hand on your heart. I just sense the Holy Spirit's going to begin to touch some of you right now. Just with His gentle presence, His gentle presence. He's just gonna begin to refresh you. And there's gonna be a weight lifted off some of you right now. That weight is just lifting. That's His presence, because He is all around you. So Holy Spirit, we just acknowledge You and we release Your fire. We release the fire of the Holy Spirit, lifting burdens breaking chains, even lifting guilt off some and confusion. Some have had cloudiness of mind. I just release the clarity of Jesus. Some have had anxiety like in the last month or so, worse than ever before. I speak the Name of Jesus over that anxiety. In Jesus' Name, all anxiety lift in the Name of Jesus. Some of you have been having a lot of second thoughts, second guessing, a whole lot of stuff that you've known to be true, but the enemy's been warring at you with second guessing, second guessing, second guessing, always questioning, questioning truth, questioning this, questioning things that you know are good. Jesus, Jesus, You are the great leveller. You are the great voice of truth and reason. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. We just release Your power. We release Your presence. I speak the Name of Jesus into your body right now. I release the Name of Jesus into your work situation, into that relational scenario, into that challenge, into that trial, into that financial problem. I release the power of the Holy Spirit into 2023. Some of you have doubted whether it's even worth it. It is worth it. You are worth it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Let's sing this song for a minute or two. I want you just to lift your hands, worship. Some of you, Holy Spirit just wants to fill you up right where you are. He's to begin to refresh you. Just let Him keep washing over you and filling you afresh. Yeah, let's worship Him.